everybody, Dimity here with Coach Christy. I am super excited to spend some good time with uh, our favorite ultra running coach in the Train Like a Mother Club. Uh, we are doing a live Q&A here with the athletes that are currently in um, the ultra programs, in the 50K or the 50 mile programs. So um, welcome, Christy. Good to see you down there. Hello. Good to see you again. You look like you're uh, you're coming off a workout, or is it just still really warm in your part of the world? Oh, it's like 85. It's still ridiculous. But, okay. Yeah. All right. All right. <laughs> Are you coming off a workout? Or it's okay. Yeah. No, I've been training clients all day, so oh, I've been, been in the gym, just not for myself. <laughs> ah, very good. Well, yeah. but you have been out there. I've seen in social media you doing the random, not the random but various Spartan <laughs> races, right? So you got to gotta fill us in a yes. little bit on those adventures. You did a, I mean, what was the, tell us about the long one. Um, so I've been, yeah, I'm in the middle of my Spartan season right now. So I've done the last two or the Spartan has three main distances. They have a sprint, a super and a beast. And so they go from 5k to 10k to half marathon, which in addition to that, each distance gets more obstacles as well and more difficult obstacles. So the beast is what I've done the last two, and they actually were both about 14 miles, which that's what Spartan does. And <laughs> yeah, and then they have about 30 to 35 obstacles with it. And it's a blast. It's so much fun. It's just I, I was I'm getting to say it. like and it's really, really hard, but it's a blast. I love that. I love your perspective. So how long well, it is really hard, but it's a blast. <laughs> yeah. How long did it take one to go 14 miles with 30 to 35 obstacles? I mean, I, I realize, yeah. Like is that, that the yeah, the terrain can vary like the so I did two in vastly different spots. Last weekend or two weekends ago was in Indiana at an off-road park. And it had like sand dunes and crazy stuff, really cool stuff to run through. But it took me three and a half hours. And then the one before that was in West Virginia going up and down mountains. And it took me four hours and 40 something minutes. So that shows you, you know, the terrain, just like in an ultra, the terrain yeah. can make it very greatly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. And do you have more, um, more of the, uh, the, what are they called? The, the hardest one? Oh, the beast. The beast. Do you have more beasts coming up? <laughs> um, I do, but that's not till November. The one I have this weekend is just a super. So it's just the 10K roundabout distance. So it's nothing, you know? Just... That's nothing. <laughs> that's like yeah. a, a walk in the park. And where is that one? Um, not, well, they call it Nashville, but it's not really Nashville. It's close to Nashville. So, okay. Nice. Not far then... from home. And then your one in November, is there anyone that's close to you, like in your hometown or close in? Oh, no, oh, no. no. Um, the one we're going to Atlanta in October and then November's in North Carolina. So, I mean, they're all in the South, but we don't yeah. usually have Nashville's about as close as it gets to where we live. So. All right. All right. And I'm just curious, yeah. is it like, is, do you like see the same competition? Is it kind of like the Grateful Dead, like the Spartan, like you go from race to race and you have the yes. same competition? <laughs> Okay. Yeah. All right. You know, and we compete in age groups. So you can either run elite or you can run age group competitive, or you can do open, which opens just, you know, whoever wants to do it for fun. And then I run a competitive age group. So you get in that age group and you know, you know, you line up and you're like, Oh, okay. I know that so-and-so I need to look for and so-and-so I need to look for. And yeah. So yeah. You start to learn and we all, lots of them travel all over the country doing them. So yeah, you see a lot of the same faces. And the great thing is, 
running the competitive, they're still not at the like elite. I've run one elite race and I won't do it again because it just wasn't as fun. Yeah. And the competitive, they're still competitive, but they're super nice. Like we get out there and we're like, Hey, you have a great race. I'll see you there. And it's, it's just super supportive. So it feels like an ultra in that same sub, you know, instant. I was so just about to say, yeah, I got to say, like, I've never been at the front of the pack, but I will say having raced myself personally, trying to go faster, um, the, the mentality is, is, is rightly focused on performance, mm-hmm. right? You really yep. got to stay in your own head and not chat much. And there's not a lot of, yeah, there's not a lot of, uh, you know, there is camaraderie in the fact that you're doing something that you love and you're doing it together, but it's not, it's not the same thing as the middle. Right. And the back and the it's back not. And the back. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. not. Well, so and, I ultras, did it once and I'm like, that's enough. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Ultras do have that feeling, which is great. And people um, just, just giving a shout out to the people that are coming up and racing this weekend. Um, we've got a bunch of 50 Kers. Uh, Lisa, Ariel, Sean are all going this weekend. Um, and then we've got, um, Another a 50 miler. Uh, Carolyn is going this in October, the second weekend, along with Jess um, and Monica. Um, Tori are all taken off. And then we've got Jory, who is um, hopefully going to do the JFK 50. We're going to help her a little bit later with um, her situation. And um, Leslie is doing one called the Hamster Wheel in New Boston, New <laughs> Hampshire. Have you heard of that one? I have, I have not, but what a great name. I know. I know. Yeah. There's some great, there's people are going in Duluth, in Gunnison, Colorado, in East Peoria, Illinois, in Portland, Oregon, the Hennepin hundred, um, in Sterling, Illinois. I mean, they're racing all over the country and it's, it's so, it's so fun to see people go off. So, um, before we get into some training questions, I wanted to, um, just do a little win from Sarah who, um, is training for a, um, uh, 50 K I think, uh, she says, I'm just sharing a win. I was feeling a little nervous for my 16 to 18 um, trail miles scheduled today and ended up doing 20 because of runner math. Um, I'm so proud of myself and I feel pretty dang strong, even though I've been fairly consistent, but not perfect with the plan so far. It was perfect weather and I planned um, in stops to refill my water. I felt stronger than I thought I would feel with the elevation gain. And I think my pre-long run meal last night really helped my stamina. She had um, baked chicken and vegetables. She says, glad to keep trying and testing things to keep building confidence. And I'm not dying yet. So that must mean you've got a good training plan going here. (laughs) Many happy miles for sure. So I love it when people check in like that, especially with their wins and and their, um, you know, and their apprehension about going because none of us ever feel like, oh yeah, I want to go run 18 miles. Right. But, um, knowing that you have a place to put that on the Facebook page and, um, you know, kind of have some camaraderie with your teammates is really cool. So. Yes. We love hearing about those successes and people realizing what they're really capable of is so great. It really is. It really is. And, uh, and I will uh, echo Sarah saying that uh, we've got a good training plan going here. You did a great job on those plans, Christy, on the 50 K 50 miler. So, um, okay, we're going to do a couple logistical questions and then we'll get to um, Jory's question. So Vicki Marie is asking, um, do you bring a phone or not during the race? She usually has it on her, but her race is going to be in the mountains with not much cell service. So she's trying to figure out her plan. So do you take a, um, a phone with you even when you race and you're not going to get service? Um, I, I do. I just... One, because sometimes I like to take pictures, especially if I'm in a really beautiful place. I want to take pictures and 
and yeah. maybe, you know, uh, document things. But I mean, also, I guess safety wise, even if there's not service, there's probably, I assume there's usually a way for them to track you if something were to happen. I, I don't yeah. know. I just, and honestly, the only time I don't run with mine is when I do Spartans. <laughs> because I was just I don't about want to, to ask you, yeah, yeah, because I, do, are there water, are there water obstacles and oh, stuff where they can get Yes, those? there's water, there's mud, you're slamming yourself into things. You're, I, I just, that's the only time, but every other time I run, I have a phone on me and it's mainly just for safety purposes. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Cool. Cool. Um, she says, um, what are some other must haves that you bring in your pack on race day? Anything besides the food and fuel you need to finish? What else would you put in a pack for a 50 K or a 50 miler? Um, and that's something too. I have a list that I actually meant I'm going to post it on the Facebook group for everybody that I made. It's kind of a packing list for an okay, great. So I'm going to share that with everybody. Um, I, I think obviously the fuel that you need, I typically like to have like water in my regular bladder, but then I'll have like a small flask or something with electrolytes in it. Uh, I don't like to put the electrolytes in my bladder because you usually get tired of it. Um, you know, that's not a whole lot. It just depends on the terrain and everything else too. Like, do you need a, a headlamp? Are you going to be out there after dark? Sometimes they require you to have a headlamp. So you might have your headlamp in there. Um, gosh, I'm trying to think of anything else that, you absolutely have to have that. Do we, do you ever I mean, like, I mean, cause we're going into a, the, the, you know, it's not cold, but it's cooler temperatures right. over November. Yes. So, I mean, you know, like even like the rate I did a triathlon like thing, um, on last weekend on the East coast and it was freezing that morning. I mean, thank God I brought like a hoodie sweatshirt. So I kind of walked around like yeah. the bomber with my, with my, uh, <laughs> with my, you know, hood on, but, um, but yeah, I think having like gloves and a hat, at least yes. you might not want them in your, well, but you might, you just never you know, might. especially about the elevation and stuff. Yeah. 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 You might. And maybe one of those really super, I usually like to have a really lightweight running jacket and it's okay. kind of like one of the ones you can fold up into itself that can, you could stick in your pack. Cause you like you and especially if you're running a race that's at elevation, that's in and out of it, yeah. it could be a, a 20 degree weather, you know, temperature difference between one section and another. So yeah, gloves are great. I always try to take like throwaway type gloves, you know, like cheap. That way, if I drop one, lose one, whatever, it doesn't break my heart. Yeah, <laughs> so, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. That kind that's of stuff great. would be good. Okay, cool. Yep. Yeah, I think that that's a good, good. And then um, it looks like she's, uh, Vicki Maria has another question. Um, going through stream crossings during the race, um, wet feet, anything you can do to, I mean, you can't really, uh, no. you're not going to stop and change <laughs> your shoes, right? So what? what? No. <laughs> Uh, preparing wise or sock wise, what should she think about? Yeah. I usually try to tell people I stick with, I do a lot of wool, especially uh -huh. when I'm running trails because typically your feet are going to get muddy and wet at some point. So wool tends to dry pretty quickly and it doesn't, you know, retain water and, um, it also doesn't stink. So that's always nice. I, yeah. Your feet are probably going to get wet if you're going to be on the trails. So you just kind of have to, you know, when you're practicing in it, hopefully, but it's not, you know, realistic to think that you're going to change shoes and socks every time your feet get wet. That would, that's just not going to happen. So sure. I typically have my crew. Well, not typically, they always, my crew will have a spare pair of shoes and spare socks just in case. And that's just in case something happens. Like if I have a blowout in my shoe, or maybe I have a sock on that the seam is rubbing wrong, but I don't typically change shoes and socks like that. I mean, it's not for a 50 K or 50 mile, or you shouldn't have to, but know that you're going to get wet and you need to be prepared with good quality stuff. And like I said, I always lean towards wool. I do the same for my 
garments as well, like gloves or hats or things like that. Wool is, is always a great material to have, like I said, because it is really good at regulating temperature and it doesn't stay wet. So I would recommend, I love my Njinji toe socks. I've talked about those before. And yeah. for trails, I typically do the wool version. Nice, nice. Well, yeah, even um, I'll, you know, even like a wool shirt, I have to say, like, yes, really, it helps so much when, when I used to trail run a lot, I would always wear, um, you know, they're, they're more expensive, but they, they last are. forever and, um, <laughs> they, do. and they, and they um, regulate so well. So yeah, having that or having that as a base layer too, is also yes, yes. The temperature. So yeah, wool, I definitely, that's a plus one there. Or, or yeah. as my daughter says, retweet, retweet. <laughs> um, yeah, the only other thing I would say about stream crossings and um, is, you know, if your feet get really wet and you, and, and um, maybe, I mean, I, I can't imagine that blisters would come out of that. But I mean, the only thing is I would say, if you feel like you need to do some body glide or some Vaseline yeah. or something like that yes. um, on your feet prior to running, I think that that might be helpful. But um, that's really, you know, you kind of know your feet the best and hopefully you've got some socks and shoes situation that are, are good blister proof situation. Right. That's what all those long practice runs are for. They're to practice wearing your gear and putting yourself in situations that'll be similar to your race. Nice. Nice. All right. So here we go. This is the big, this is the big, very um, current and really hard question. So Jory just tested positive for COVID this week. So sorry, really sorry to hear that Jory. And if you want to, um, you're, you're on this call, Jory. If you want to unmute yourself and talk, you can. If you don't, I understand that as well. Um, so she is training for the JFK 50, which is November 20th. So she had to stop doing that training on Monday. So she's missed. Oh, here she is. Do you want to talk, Jory? Sure, I can talk. My That's... little private group here, yes. Okay. So, <laughs> yeah. So I, yes. So I've been wait, I've been wanting this for so long to be in my basement for 10 days by myself. And... <laughs> I was like, and now it here, here it is, but it's in the middle of my training. So yeah, so my daughter tested positive a week ago. She's in high school. And then I tested positive. I took the test Monday, got it back Tuesday. So here I am in my basement for the next 10 days. Um, and I've been doing really well. Here's my training plan. It's got all of my checks on it and then nothing. It's right yeah. Love it. So, uh, I mean, I ran 21 miles on Saturday. <laughs> so, and I very well could have been infected then. But, um, you know, I've stopped because I read some of the stuff with, they don't know, with COVID and with working out. And so I walked yesterday. I was going to walk today, but I'm a little concerned about, you know, jumping into it and doing these hard workouts over the next week. So, and I do have a doctor's appointment on the 11th. So I am going in just to get checked. Like I'm not having any breathing trouble. I can't smell or taste that kind of thing. So eating sucks right now, but, um, <laughs> but I'm trying to eat just because I, I am not trying, I am eating, but it's just like nothing tastes good. Yeah. So, um, I'm keeping up with that. And then, um, I mean, I have some congestion like head stuff, but I'm able to work like and sleeping wasn't so good. Like insomnia is one of the the side effects for people and so like it's been like every other day now so I'm hoping tonight I may have two good nights of sleep because I know that is important and that helps but um, I just don't want to lose much here in the next week to 10 days nor do I want myocarditis so <laughs> sure sure yeah. Well, first of all, kudos for you for, for doing all your research and being really diligent mm -hmm. about taking care of yourself. Right. So what, what do you think, uh, coach Christie? 
Um, I, you know, I haven't had to deal with a whole lot of people that have been through this. And I like, you know, you said you were, you're vaccinated, so you're probably not going to get it as extreme as some people would. So hopefully that makes a difference. Um, I feel like what I hear from most people is the hardest thing coming back is the fatigue factor when they start cranking things up again. I mean, I think it's really great that you got 21 miles in last week. That's a huge, huge, you know, plus. So it's not like you, this happened and you hadn't done a long run yet. I mean, you're, you're pretty far into it. So your fitness, you've built a really good base of fitness. So I think walking this week, like you were saying is really good. And I would just try to, you know, next week, maybe start easing into those runs and just see how they feel. And you're, I think you're just going to have to, in my opinion, listen to your body and see what it, I mean, it'll tell you, like, you'll know right away. If you start running and your body's like, oh no, 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 we're not ready for this. Then you walk and you just have to really pay attention to that and do what you're doing. Make sure you're getting plenty of rest, make sure you're drinking your water and all those kind of things. I, I think you're going to be fine, but because you do have that good base built already, you're not super far out, but you also still have time to get back onto that schedule. And I haven't got to listen to the podcast yet because you guys did one right on we did one getting back to ru- getting back to running after COVID and I mean it, a lot of it is because it's still such a new new situation a new disease um that um you know it is a lot of listening to your body right yeah. and deciding you know kind of and, and letting that be the guide more than you know saying oh you know after 10 days you're going to be ready to go and do this right right so I mean I would say yeah I mean the best you know the most you know, not adding stress, joy, worrying about it, which I know is like saying, like, you know, <laughs> telling a kid not to say mom, 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 like all day long, right? Like it's hard because you, you're, you're, you're like, you can kind of see the finish line. You've got that idea, but you have, I mean, is it like five weeks between maybe when you get cleared to run again and then your race? Is it five or six? I think it's like five. Yeah. From what I was trying to figure out yeah. on my chart here. So I mean, yeah, like I have an elliptical actually in the bedroom where I'm in. So, and I have a TRX strap. So, you know, there's some of that that I may try out. It's just, obviously I really want to do the race because I've done it before, but if I can't do it, I can't do it. I I mean, and I'm not a worrier really. So it's kind of just like, oh, I've had three great months of training and then, um, you know, so, but I think with E, because I do, like I said, I do have the appointment with you, Christy, on Mm -hmm. the 14th just to kind of see where I might be with adjusting a few things. Cause actually that week is a down week. Cause that's what I'm supposed to do like 14 miles on that Saturday. So um, I'm just missing the 23 miles this weekend. And then yeah. the training race technically, I mean, we'll see where I'm at next weekend, but um, you know, I just want to kind of like, okay, I have five weeks. I've got a good base. I, you know, I'm not going to be starting from zero really. Right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you'll even have time, you know, hopefully to get some really good quality runs in before you even start to taper. And, you know, if it comes down to it, the most important one is, is your long run. So if you have to pull back on some of those other runs and maybe just go for a walk, I would rather you do that and get those long runs in than try to really, I got to do my speed work today. I got to do my hills today. Those are not as important because you really need to make sure you're letting your body heal. So I would say if you had to back off on something, I would do it on those harder effort runs. Just make sure you're getting the, the miles in on those long runs. And, and walking is not a bad thing. Walking is actually really good. So <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's people, a hard don't part. be afraid to walk. 
yeah, yesterday I was walking. I'm like, oh, people in the neighborhood are going to think something's wrong because they know that I run around here. <laughs> and then I, and I'm by myself. So um, yeah, the walking is, is hard because it's not, it's usually I do that with friends after I've worked out, you know. It's not the word. It's hard. Yes. Yeah. No, I, it totally is. It totally is. Well, and the other good thing, you know, just put, just putting another feather in your cap is you've done this race before. So you know what it's like, you know, you know, the physical demands, you know, the course more or less. Right. And so that's, that's really good too, because, you know, you're not coming in being like, Oh, I wonder if I can finish it. You know, you can, yeah. you know, um, if everything continues to go well. And you, so that's, that's good. I mean, yep. Sorry, you're in the situation, but I feel like you you've got as many cards stacked in your favor as you as you could right now, you know. And I, I love agree. It. You have an elliptical and a and a, and a TRX there, you know. So if you want to, <laughs> yeah. you know, you got your own little you know yeah. bubble, your own little gym yeah. bubble there. Oh, I know that's how I did. I'm like, give me ten days, but I guess I should have said, give me ten days, just being exposed, and I'll be down here by. Myself. <laughs> <laughs> not actually funny. having it yeah, yeah yeah it's okay I've been waiting for I knew this is probably going to happen at some point so yeah. oh well <laughs> how's your how's your daughter is she okay oh yeah she's living the dream she but she's 17 she thought this was her apartment here and so all she did was lose her smell and taste and so she um and now she got kicked out to her bedroom and so she can uh, she has the SAT on Saturday, so she can finally go out on Saturday and I okay. told her she darn well better pass that thing with flying colors because she's had plenty of time to study. So <laughs> I love it. Has, right. and, yeah, no, she's been fine with school and she's ready to go back on Monday to school. And, you know, I'll be, it's, I have an eighth grader too. And so she's just kind of gotten the short end of the stick just because she can't go to cheerleading. She can go to school, which is great. But, you know, people, obviously her friends, she can't be around her friends. So sure. Yeah. It's, it's not the worst thing in the world, but yeah. it's not, but it's definitely, it, it takes its toll for sure. In yeah. many different mm-hmm. ways. So yeah. Yeah. Yep. Well, well, good luck. I'm glad you're going to check in with Christy and, and, um, and I'm glad you're on the Facebook page. So, you know, yep. if you need a little, you. uh, emotional support, just, just say, you guys, I'm, I need a little love <laughs> yeah, for sure. For and sure. I just, I just don't want to die, you know, so yeah, <laughs> we're, we're good. Yes. <laughs> Awesome. Awesome. Well, so before we, before we sign off here, um, coach Christy. Okay. So all these, all these women are heading out, um, this, this, this recording, hopefully we'll get to them before their race this weekend. So what do you want to say to, to Lisa, Ariel, Sean, Carolyn? Yes. I mean, like, let's give them a little pep talk, huh? Yeah, for sure. Um, first of all, number one, have fun, enjoy the journey, trust in your training. I mean, you've done the training, you're ready for it. There are going to be always some factors you cannot control. Try not to stress about them. You know, things like you're looking ahead and the weather is not exactly what you wanted. Well, there's nothing you can do about it. So just prepare for it. Make sure you're prepared for any situation. Um, so have lots of variety. I always like to start at least two days before kind of laying stuff out. So make sure you're prepared. I make lists. I'm a list maker. I guess I'm going to share one of my lists, my packing list but I make lists and then I'll start getting stuff out a few days before and like, okay, well, in case it's like this, I have this option and you don't want to have to think about anything on race morning. You want to be able to just put everything on, head out the door. I mean, plan out your, your breakfast that morning, your dinner the night before. And that also keeps your mind busy because you're on this, you know, end of training and your minds, you're, you start to question whether you're ready and, and you are. So (laughs) just, if you can, like put drive that energy towards just making sure you're as prepared as you can be that's that's all you can do and just enjoy the experience 
don't set too high expectations. Just, just enjoy it and enjoy that you have the ability to do what you're doing. Absolutely. Keep moving forward one step at a time. Absolutely. And then tell us about it when you're done. Because <laughs> we like to hear about them. So. That's right. We want to hear all about it. I like pictures. We don't want pictures and we want happy face pictures. Yep. And race reports. <laughs> yes. Race reports. Absolutely. Yes. Well, great. Well, thank you, Coach Christy. You're always so fun to talk to. Um, and so thank you for your expertise for leading this group so capably. And um, and good luck in your in your shorter Spartan and your your easier <laughs> one. And um and keep kicking ass on those as well. Thank you very much. All right. We'll talk to you all soon. Take care.